Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Happy Foot, Sad Foot, your LAFC gateway drug and the only LAFC podcast whose Carlos Vela still hasn't shown up yet, just like the team. I am Darren Miller. And I'm Vince LaRosa. Welcome to our preview of LAFC's first MLS match of 2024 versus the Seattle Sounders. They'll be playing at 1.45 p.m. at BMO Stadium. You can watch it on MLS Season Pass on Apple TV Plus, on Apple TV for free, and on Fox, and of course, we'll be live streaming our post-game call-in show 10 minutes after the final whistle at youtube.com slash at happyfootsadfoot. Later in the show, we're going to answer a fan question to see who's the best hang on LAFC. And of course, we'll have our storylines for this matchup, and we'll make some bets. But first, we've tried to get right into all the meat on the bone before, and the listeners revolted. You showed up with pitchforks and torches at our doors and dragged us into the town square where you beat us senseless and let us live on the one condition that we never cover anything of substantial value so abruptly at the top of the episode ever again. And so, out of love and respect for our listeners, and to thank you for your mercy, in accordance with what is now known as the half Safo listener mandate of 2023 AD, it's time for listener-mandated banter. Vince? I'm going to talk. What's up? About the weather, <laughs> because if you're going to force us to banter, mm. even if the weather is the most inane, that's a good, that's and, a good banter. Yeah. It's like doing stand up and talking about, uh, travel, right? Like you just avoid some topics they are very hacky, but the weather has been interesting, right? Like mm-hmm, we get mm-hmm. like these like four, two or three days of just torrential downpour followed by like today was like one of the most, most gorgeous days I've seen in at this time of year yeah that's crazy and then i think it'll be okay through the weekend and i'm pretty sure from what i've seen listening to my local weather forecast on fox 11 it's coming back so maybe this is just our new normal darren monday tuesday rain wednesday thursday we get a little bit better and then you get a little bit of weekend but it's not like the best weather and then right back to rain yeah i I don't know the forecast is for match day but i will say that I don't think there's anything better than soccer in the rain. The part of me that misses playing soccer 
that's what I miss the most. Just only when it's on a, the field uh, that they have are nice. Beat, I think. Yeah, the fields that they have are nice. I would say some of my worst memories are playing soccer in the rain on like poor, uh, just like high school fields where like it basically just turned into uh, a full mud brawl. Uh, and I hated that. Yeah, thing. that's true. Because look at me. You look at me, Darren. Do I, I look didn't like the that. type of that guy? Was fun, but that's not really what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying because when you look at me, you think that's <laughs> not the type of guy that wants to like go out there and like slide in the mud. No, I want to be somewhat clean by the time I finish the game. You've got plays to execute. You've got plans. I know. I'm a fancy player. I'm you can't a, throw all the plans to shit. Yeah. In, in mud games, you just basically kick the ball and see how far it'll go before it stops and then try to kick it again. It's more like rugby. It's not even sports. Yeah, I don't want that. I want, um, I want everything is wet. The ball travels a little bit crazy on the pitch. Mm-hmm. You can slide a lot. The rain is like in the way of everyone's vision a little bit. But other than that, like the pitch is still in good shape. It's just part of the air is rain. And they don't have to they don't have to do the sprinklers yeah. on the field before the halves. Which still like confound a lot of people. Just for all of those people that are wondering like why do they water the field before the game? Is it for the grass? Does the grass really need water that bad? It's just because they really like when the ball moves quickly. When you water the field, the ball moves quickly and just for whatever reason, I don't know. Because obviously, I wasn't that bougie when we played in, in when we were younger and ha- played on fields where they watered them. But professional players just love it when right, the right. ball is slick and it just moves like that. It just it is what it is. I actually think though, they're what they're really doing is trying to hide the fact that they're all secretly hoping to score a goal so that they can do a knee slide and it only looks good when the field is wet. Because you've seen those few people that have tried to do it on a dry field and it has ended in utter disaster. Yeah. The, who was it that recently did that? There was recently a like a half slide complete. It was eating shit. Actually, a guy that the Galaxy had been targeting uh, as a new DP player. Uh, they weren't able to get it over the line. Um, I think his name is Ramon Sosa, a uh, Paraguayan player that plays in Argentina. <laughs> and yeah, he. I wouldn't even say half slide, Darren. I think he pretty much jumped a couple feet into the air, came down thinking, expecting to go horizontal, and then bounced. Like in just full golf. It was like a knee plunge into the grass. And then all his teammates ran to him and still like hugged him. But you know, secretly they were like, bro, I like, did you blew it? Yeah. (laughs) Like now we look dumb too. Was the goal, should the goal count in that scenario? I, what I would have loved is they should take away the guy running, you know, teammate running to him and about to reach him, sees it happening and just stops and looks around and then slowly turns and just goes, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I don't want to be in the frame. With this. <laughs> yeah. Mm, this isn't for me anymore. Yeah. I think they really should. We should consider this. There should be some kind of punishment for if you score a goal, but you blow the celebration that hard. We got to look at something. I don't know if it's like a yellow. We're looking at a new color card. This is when you actually use the blue card. <laughs> yeah. This is what blue card should be for. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good because you come off. Actually, you come off for a little bit to think about get a blue card for this. Yeah. This is good. Yeah, you get a timeout. All right, is that enough banter for you, freaks? I think so. It started. With, you know what? We started. I tried to derail it by going with weather, and I think we finished strong, which is pretty much the ammo we'll for find, this. We'll podcast. find our way back. All right, let's start the show. Okay. As a casual LAFC fan, I love the team and I'll watch all the matches, but keeping up with every detail can sometimes feel a bit like a full time job, and I already have one of those and many children to take care of. 
I'm just incredibly busy living a very full and successful adult life with very important responsibilities. I don't have time to dig into all the roster changes, rumors, matchups, stats, and tactics behind the gameplay on the pitch. All I see is ball get kicked, ball go in net, Frenchman flip. <laughs> Luckily, my friends Travis, the human LAFC crazy wall, and Vince, Travis's LAFC dealer and tenured LAFC professor, are full-on LAFC addicts. So, like having my own personal Walter White and Jesse Pinkman, every week I toss them into an RV to sit through all the game tape, stats, pressers, rumors, and tweets, and then explain what's really going on beneath the surface of each week's matchups so we can all enjoy them so much more in a segment we call Storylines. All right. What do you got for me? Song done. Vince, get to work. <laughs> What's happening this week? What's not happening this week, Darren? The, I mean, the MLS season is going to start for LAFC this weekend. It has already started. I'm sure everyone watched Messi. All everyone's talking about is the fact that he chipped the ball over that guy that was pretending to die on the ground, and it was like the coolest thing they've ever seen. <laughs> it was okay. Look, it was okay. He's very good at soccer, yeah. and he proved like, it in that moment. <laughs> so much cooler. It was okay, but people are losing their minds. But let's uh, let's just let's leave that for another day. <laughs> we'll talk about that at some. We'll talk uh, plenty of messy, I'm sure, this year. And Darren, as you and our listeners know, it's a truly magical time where every fan base outside of Toronto is full of hope, and I truly believe that. In our season preview, <laughs> in our season preview, we detailed how quickly a team can go from bad to good in MLS. The season before last, the crew missed the playoffs only to win MLS Cup. Why? Because parody. That's why. And while many MLS fans will complain it's that same parody that is holding MLS back, I think it's actually exciting to not know what is going to happen during the season before the season starts. Go with me here, Darren. Consider your average EPL team, no. aka any team not named Manchester City, Liverpool, Arsenal, and sometimes Manchester United and Chelsea. As the season starts, that team said average EPL team can only hope to first not get relegated and then maybe climb all the way to seventh spot and maybe play in a lower level European competition the next season. So who's celebrating mediocrity now? That's true. At LAFC though, we're always hopeful at this point in the season to start every season because even when our team merely reaches three finals in a season, it's a failure. (laughs) But there's another reason this time of year is so special. It's the first tailgate of the season Darren sinking his teeth into his first birria taco of 2024, the first beer showers and inevitably oh my God. the first win in Shalala of the season. Am I coming off as too confident? No, not really. You want to know why? Because as we head into this first game, keep in mind that LFC is perfect in all six of its previous home openers. Not undefeated, perfect, Darren. Six matches, six wins, including an inaugural home opener against the Sounders in 2018. Darren, this is all a long way of me saying, do you believe in jinxes? Did I just put the commentator's curse on LAFC by pointing out their perfect record? Should we not have said this? Are you going to cut this from the episode now for fear of those same pitchforks that you talked about from listener-mandated banter that if we do not win this game, not just ta- not just lose, do not win, that it's my fault for pointing out that LAFC is perfect? Let me go on the record and say that is horseshit. I hate the curse jinxing shit i hate anytime this comes up uh there's a few things i hate more in sports it's all coincidence 
the world is chaos and that's all there is anyway. <laughs> and let's be fair. We're all there is no such it. thing. We're all thinking. There is no such thing. There's only, no such thing. There's only the brave few that can say it. And we should we deserve credit for saying it because you know what these things need pointed out, especially in a league where the reason why we do this is because people don't know the storylines. We better be pointing out that LAFC is perfect in all of its home openers. Can I actually can I amend that real quick? Yeah. On the flip side of it, uh, I think you can affect it positively with good juju. Okay. So there's no logic to what I'm saying here, obviously, but I do think you can take credit for the success of the team. But it's not your fault if you jinx it. It's not my fault. Okay. That's my stance. And as long as I don't go walking around the training facility and being like, hey, guys, you got this. You've never lost a home opener. It's not. That's not jinxing it. That's just genuinely directly affecting the situation. Do you think the oh, – what do you – That's like actually fucking with them. You think the players would be <laughs> Not like, from like There's no TV between you guys. Actually, this is a good question. <laughs> you don't believe in jinxes, right? But should the players be superstitious? If I were to see said LAFC player and be like, ah, you guys are good. Like you're, you guys are perfect in home openers. Should they be like, shush, shush, don't even put that in my mind. I don't even want it in the back of my head. As I go out there on Saturday, I don't want anything to reassure me in a way that I might not give 100%. That I think that's worth a different discussion. Okay, I will say because that you could have gotten into his head, and then his mental state is affected. And if that turns into a slippery slope, you would hope that person would have his head would be screwed on a little bit more securely than that. But there's no arguing that you're the one that set it off. That's fair. I've been accused of worse at LAFC, so I'll move on to storyline two. I've not done that. I've not spoken to any players. Uh, as much as I would have liked to, I did wish I did wish Steve Trundle a happy birthday and good luck uh, on the first game of the season. That's all. That's all I've done. So okay, so now this is the crossover for my background and Travis's too. If we're talking about theater, uh, oh no, good luck would there's uh that would be a code red situation. Uh oh. So I should have told him to break uh, a leg. You can't say good luck but- in a theater. You can't say Macbeth in a theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot, I would say this is more entertainment, uh, sports crossover. There's, I would say probably more superstition in that world than in sports. Even see my worry is I would love to say break a leg, but as we all know, soccer players are literal Bautista's character in guardians of the galaxy. They do not understand, um, any kind of metaphor, sarcasm or nuance. And I would worry that they would actually get hurt. It might be the reverse. Yeah. It might be, if you say break a leg, then you are jinxing them. And they will break a leg. Then let's move on quickly okay. before I get in any, any more trouble. <laughs> and let's move. Let's move on. Let's talk yeah. about who LAFC is playing on Saturday. It is the Seattle Sounders a team that has become a rival? I would say of LAFC. I think Darren, you said other than the Galaxy, next in line for you, even above Portland, the team that you dislike the most. Yes, I would say so. Okay. I think the history is gritty and ripe compared to other teams. This is where I'm going. The with- gameplay. Is the biggest rival is games, yeah, games, consequences, things like that, and I, and honestly, Seattle just is a little bit annoying. And, and here's where I'm going with this: Seattle is one of those teams where the more things change, the more they stay the same. And basically, what I'm saying is, this season will be the first season in a long time that they'll be without Nico Ladero, a fantastic player, probably one of the best Sounders of all time. He has moved on; he has gone to uh, join Orlando City, uh, so he's staying in MLS, but he's gone. However, Despite him being gone, they still have Rui Diaz, João Paulo, Rusnak, Jordan Morris, the Roldan brothers, a never-ending supply of homegrowns, and obviously uncompromising defenders, 
backstopped by Stefan Fry. So like the Seattle, as you said, the gameplay, like the Seattle mentality, the the tradition of being like some good players, but they just get under your skin and they're a little bit dickish. All just, shitheads. It just does yeah. not go. However, they have had they have added uh, in Ladero's spot one player that a lot of uh, pundits are high on, Pedro de la Vega. He's a tricky winger from Lanús in Argentina. Everyone is really high on this player. They actually think he's an upgrade over Ladero. Could possibly be an upgrade. He's a young player, 21, um, and that's saying a lot. Darren, five out of six riders at the Athletic have Seattle finishing first in the conference, and all of them had them above LAFC. You last week had not a single team finishing above LAFC, so tell me why those Athletic riders are wrong starting with this game on Saturday. Well, it's very simple. Uh, It's that I just know more than them, and I'm more of an expert than any of them, so I just know that LAFC is, I think I'm probably like more impartial than them too, if I'm thinking about it. Like, I just have a better bird's eye view of the whole league. So I think I'm just more trustworthy and a better source, more reliable source for this kind of news. Um, I'm going to stick with my predictions 100%. I don't think that anyone's going to be uh, finishing above LAFC. Do you think Seattle will, will be very good? That's just, that's just what's going to happen. Like, what, are you, where, what do you think of yes. Seattle? Yes. You don't think? It'll be, they'll be frustratingly good. I, I think I'm very excited for this match because I do think it could be a Western Conference Final preview. And in your mind, that Western Conference Final happens at BMO Stadium instead of, I don't even know what's Seattle, Century. I think it's CenturyLink, although it might have changed again. Uh, but the place with the bad turf. The football stadium with a bad turf. Let's just call it that Seattle's place. We have unlimited rain and no grass. It is weird. It is interesting. And there actually are some really good... Uh, interconference matchups like even before this game the crew will take on atlanta i think those are two teams that could be competing for the eastern conference final it just it's like we don't really get to ease mm-hmm. into this right it's right into just seattle lafc like that's top of the that's been top of the west for a while that's that's good well our third storyline is going to focus back on lafc because like i said although the sounders don't change much lafc on the other hand are going to look very different just four Potential starters from the team that faced Portland in the home opener in 2023 are on the team this year. That's Murillo, Hollingshead, Ilya, and Bawanga. Four guys. So seven. So there's a possibility there. There will be at least seven changes to the starting eleven from the home opener of last season. Possibly more if one of those four do not start as well. Although I would say I, I think there's a pretty good chance those four would be uh, starting on Saturday. So I want to ask you, Darren, what are your hopes? for the new look LAFC now that more than 50% of the starting 11 will be different this year. Yeah. I can't have super high expectations about everything gelling day one, but I do think I want to see that you can, I want to be able to tell from this match that this can work. Like you got, I want to see the glimmer of what Thorrington can only see what he thinks will work on paper when he's like wheeling and dealing. Right. And then obviously you only land what you can actually land at some point there was some kind of meeting with trendolo and thorrington and whoever else where they were like this can work do it (laughs) we're good uh so i at least want to just see what they i want to see the theory you know Mm -hmm. this i so i finally watched oppenheimer because it's now free on peacock um not a sponsor um clearly because they compete with apple who is our main high target sponsor. Um, but 
all throughout the movie is literally them just i love when they're like let me do some math and then they're not using numbers and they just write on a chalkboard like for days and then they sit back and go Mm -hmm. i could be right I feel like that's exactly what they do. I want to see that moment. First of all, you're looking at the chalkboard and going, how is that math? I don't know what you're doing. And then second, <laughs> you did all that. I've been told that math, you do it so that you go, yeah, we got it. We nailed it. And you're telling me that you sit, you do all that crazy stuff. And then you look back and go, I don't know. I feel good about it. Yeah. Yeah. This is exactly what it is. This is, I, I want to see Oppenheimer more now. It's good. I just want to see, I want to come away from that match being like, I think I see what they, I get what they see. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean we won necessarily, but I think I'll have a hard time coming away from the match being like, what is it that they see that I'm not seeing here? Like, what, what am I missing about what this is, what, what's going to work here? Before we wrap storylines though, this does bring us full circle because I started by saying LAFC has been perfect in home openers. And now I've told you, that Seattle mm-hmm. hasn't changed much from being a very good team. Despite losing uh, a legend, they added a very high-level player in his place, a young player. LAFC, on the other hand, has changed a lot. So, Darren, after going through this, to bring it full circle, I now ask you, is this the most in jeopardy that LAFC has ever been at not winning a home opener? Not winning a home opener. Ooh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, it's not a horrible thing. I, yeah. I think last Good year, uh, Cincy got got blown out by somebody s- to start the season. So it doesn't always. It's a long season. It's it's a very long season. Ask Look, ask us in a couple months. I think it's very important for us to, and very tired. We'll tell you it's exactly. a very long season. We're not even playing. I, look, I think it's very important for us to remember to not forget everything that we learned last season because there's nothing else that we got out of last season other than what we've learned, right? <laughs> so <laughs> we took a rest. A couple of those things are, one, we are now used to the roster changing plenty Mm -hmm. of times. This shouldn't shake us too much as fans because we got it all last season. And the other thing is that they were off to a tear at at the start of the last season. And I think in a lot of ways that masked some of the issues that then they were like behind the ball on taking care of later because they looked so good to start the season. Good point. So I'll take a loss the first match if it's helpful down the road. Uh, they're not going to win every game. No truer words have been spoken. They're not going to win every game, guys. Now, but they are going to finish the top of the West. You're starting to sound like me there, and you've got to be careful. You can't be saying things like, guys, calm down. They're not going to win every I game because then people will be like, but they could, and I want them to. <laughs> Theoretically, they could. Listen, there is one more thing I do want to get off my chest before we finish storylines. The other thing that every other pundit, every pundit, I'm not a pundit, no, you're the king of the, the other thing that everyone else is be. wrong by about. definition of your title as king of the casuals. You cannot be. Yes. And we're getting back to some casual wear, if you will. The other thing that everyone else is wrong about is everyone loves the Sounders kit and they are absolutely wrong. <laughs> they're also wrong about everyone seems to love the LAFC kit and they're wrong about that too. <laughs> that and because I still don't like it. Um, it's growing on me. I like it. A little, the more I see it like in person uh-huh. and like on people, the more I am liking it more, but it still is not good. That said, everyone loves the Sounders kit, and I don't know what, like, who puked up a four-year-old's birthday party and put it on a jersey and shorts, but that's not a good soccer kit. I'm sorry. You're all wrong. I Those colors are ridiculous. I, I don't mind the design, mm-hmm. and I like the idea of light blue shorts. Like, I'm not... The light blue shorts are, what, I'm not, are my favorite part. Yes. And I don't want people to be like, oh, you just don't have, you can't get on board with something like creative or like different. No, I would be on board with that. But I, those, the colors, they're not exactly the team colors, but there is a problem with the team colors if it's really just 
Mm-hmm. These are the team colors. What do you want us to do? Then like change the team colors. I, that's what I want you to do. Maybe it's because I have young kids. Like I've just uh-huh. I've got enough of those colors in my life. Sure. Yeah, they are very. I don't need these. This is like a weird koi dinosaur situation. Yeah, they're they're your first box of Crayola crayons, and they're the ones that like. Yeah, it's a Toy Story kit. Yeah. Oh, it is very Toy Story color palette. You're right. What will the Toy Story kit? Wait, we have a different second segment, but we did think about maybe doing kit stuff. Understanding that there's too much kit stuff out there. Let's just say, what's your favorite kit? Like a lot of kit stuff. Yeah, let's not do. Let's not do this. I love oh, favorite kit. Yeah, I love that every year that like writers do breakdowns and look i'm a writer myself i like to think i have a little bit of style but most writers i hang out with them in the press box they do not have any style and then i love that they get to tell me which kits they think are the best <laughs> which is hilarious that's true which is, that is so true that is so true i'll say on the same token of the seattle one people are high on the minnesota one why just because somebody threw like the uh those little like space man yeah space is cool but it just it's the most these are the same people that like when you get a green screen they're like put space there Yeah, it's not stylized (laughs) it looks like those little things that you put on your for again going back to being childish for your kid that just uh, display up on the ceiling like it's just one of those Mm -hmm. i don't think that one's that good i will say the one that i think i actually like the most and it somewhat is the most unhinged is the red red bull kit i love the zigzags i love i love black and red i don't the color scheme i think it's Great. I like that one. I don't love it, but I, I like it. I'm cool with it. I like how polarizing it is. I've seen a lot of people have very strong opinions on both sides of that, and that, that makes me happy. I, in general, I think this is a successful year for kids because yes. I, I do – everyone's coming out with their rankings and stuff, and they're very different, and I'm really enjoying mm-hmm. that. Like, people have very different opinions about these. Uh, I don't know if this is my favorite. It's definitely not my favorite kit, but I, I want to throw out a, a kit that I feel like has gone under the radar a little bit because it's understated, but NYCFC – Oh, that's I a think good one. A pretty badass kit. In this, in somewhat the same way that the uh, that Red Bulls is good, the colors are just tough. Like they're good. I know that it's pretty simple, but like the orange, yeah. that light blue, and then mostly black, it's pretty badass. It's like a nighttime sunset kind of thing. It's um, it's good. It's a good vibe. All right, and that shall okay. commence our kit talk, so we, that we don't bore people to death because they've probably had so much kit talk. Yeah, everyone's doing the kit stuff. Maybe like as we play teams, we can talk about their kits because I'm going to want to talk about it all season, sure. every time, every week. I'm sorry if you're subscribing, you don't want to hear, <laughs> but uh, it's important to me. But you're so right about that point about these are people who are experts about soccer. That doesn't make them experts about kits. We need like Derek Guy, the, the Twitter guy who talks about fashion. Yeah, well, we need to get him on the show. Look, I, look, I know it's a big the ask, random guy but, who shows up in everyone's yeah. Twitter timeline. No one knows how they followed him. But can someone well, get the most popular guy on Twitter? Can someone reach out to Tim Gunn and have him do it? I don't care about the local MLS writer and what he thinks. Yeah. Like they all wear khakis. Okay, let's get a fashion expert on the yeah. show. Let's get a fashion expert on the show, and they'll talk about kits. Love okay, it. I'll work on it. All right, well, that's the storylines. When we come back, we're gonna see who's the best hang on the team. 
Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All right. On last week's episode, we each drafted teams of LAFC players to track throughout the season. Whoever's team between us and Travis ends up with the most goals on the season will win a bacon-wrapped hot dog outside BMO. This week, we're doing an LAFC player draft again. (laughs) But this is going to be very different. Today, at Kai and his dogs on Twitter asked us a question so good, we canceled everything we were procrastinating on planning for this segment. This is the segment now. Look at me. Look at me. This is the segment now. (laughs) We've just given up. We're just letting fans do it uh, Kai and his dogs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Submit your segments. Uh, No, this was – I just love this. This This is is fun. This is a great idea. Okay. At Kai and his dogs writes on Twitter – at Hafosafo, random question as first match day approaches. Which current LAFC player would be the best hang at the following locations? One, a game with the 3252. Two, Laurel Canyon hike. Three, Tire Shop Taqueria, which is their pregame ritual. K Town Barbecue and Karaoke. Five, a stroll in Huntington Gardens. Six, Disneyland. This is great. We did have, um, uh, there was a Patreon only episode last season that we touched on this a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think we did, I think someone asked us a question of if you could have a day with one player, who would it be and what would the day be like, maybe was the question. So we've got, we, we have a little bit of experience here, but ultimately it's on us to figure this out. I think this person came to us because they knew how important it would be to us to get this absolutely perfect. Our reputation and our self-worth depends on this. So the stakes are built right into the premise here, and they could not be higher. So let's figure this out. Let's dig in. I'm looking at the roster here. Only so we can only Are we going to go in order? Game with the 3252? Sure. And we can only pick rostered players, right? I can't. Is that the rules? As opposed to what? You know, the, my answer to all these is I want, I want to hang you out want with Georgia. I want to hang out with Giorgio. I just want my... Oh. My buddy. No, I, I think this is important. They said... Random question as first match day approaches. So okay. I think the, there, it's important here that we're talking about looking at the season ahead of us, the season at hand. Okay. Well, that's fair. So I guess that does technically mean Vela is out too. Sure. And, that, and I guess it just keeps me from answering Giorgio for all these. So I can play. It, it'll force me to play the game. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. So game, yeah, so game again, pick up game. With the thirty-two fifty-two, or is it game like in the thirty-two fifty-two? Oh. I don't know why. I don't know why I have. Oh, I figured here. they meant. I figured they meant join the thirty-two okay. fifty-two. Join the thirty-two fifty-two. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna go with for that. I'm gonna go with Eric Duenas because he started as a fan. Um, um and, yeah, and in the stands, and yep, I think he knows the chance. Which I, despite being so involved with LFC, don't know all of them by heart. Um, and so he can help me not look dumb. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm putting him in. I'm actually writing these down. Because that's he is in fact. Is. You guys can't see this, okay. but he is in fact typing Laura, these into a document for us. Oh, we got docs. We got docs. We got docs, baby. This is all going to become canon. Okay, this is important. Uh, Laurel Canyon hike. Uh, this is one of the. Oh, I guess I'll say all of them where Chiellini would have been sure. a great pick. Sure. I'm trying to think, <laughs> but I I think for this one you want someone like 
introspective. Sure. You want someone we can end up in a deep conversation with, but also can push it physically. Another big thing, which the person in my mind has this, which I can't think of many LAFC. I'm sure there are players that have this. They have to have a dog. You gotta bring your dogs on your on your oh, hike, right? Yeah, like, that is important shit. And so, okay, in my mind, my first thought is I'm going with Ilya Sanchez, who does have a cute little Frenchie that he loves to death. Um, and he Oof. could bring his Frenchie along. I could bring my dog Disco, my little dachshund mix, and they could be best buddies, and we could go on our. And obviously, he is a very well spoken, introspective man, and I'm sure would enjoy a hike. Yeah, he would be great. I feel like I was saving him for like maybe Disneyland, but I think there's other picks that could work there. Mm-hmm. Ilya, like it's tough to lose Ilya this early in this game. Mm-hmm. He's a ringer for all of these. Yeah. Okay. Another one where you it. could just I answer like that for. Yeah. Uh, okay. Ilya. Um, I was going to say maybe Larice, but it, we don't know if he has a dog. And if he doesn't have a dog, you're absolutely right. Yep. He's out of the running. Tire Shop Takaria. So this one to me depends on what you're looking for in a companion for this. Are you somebody that like enjoys um, showing off the personality and the vibes of Los Angeles? So you would want to take somebody that maybe is new to this or are you the opposite and you need some coaxing to go to this type of place and you want somebody that's a veteran of these places to help you order. For me, I've been to plenty of Taqueria and plenty of, unusual and odd places not brick and mortar just tents popped up uh, in random spots so i feel like i would like to bring somebody new but i don't know where your head's at here Darren. new to that experience i I feel like i would be so much more fun for me to gift them with this experience and say hey this is maybe something you've never gotten to do come learn about my city and learn about one of the greatest things that we have here wow okay Okay, I think we should split this in two. I think we should give a conditional answer here. Okay. Because I think that's an important... I think I have a good pick for a completely different scenario. So ultimately, Akai and his dogs is going to decide what is the type of hang that they're looking for in mm-hmm. this particular situation. And we have a good answer for either one. So who is your pick for what you're talking about? Hugo Lloris. He's a man that has spent Solid. almost his entire Solid. career in Europe. Uh, he's obviously... Uh, I would say he seems like, look, if he's taking the jump at 37 from Europe to Los Angeles, some major league soccer, he's an adventurous guy. So I think he would enjoy um, going out Mm -hmm. and seeing the city, learning a little bit more about the city. So I think for that reason, it would be really fun to bring him to the Tucker. Okay. My pick is a different scenario where uh, you're, you want to go with somebody who like fits the vibe really well, but also, uh, raises the bar mm-hmm. with the vibe. And is this is someone you want to kick it with. And you're there and you're having a good time. Maybe you're getting everybody else who's there involved. Other people who are there, people who work there. Everyone's having a great time. And not only that, but they're like very comfortable. They know the tacos. They know what to order. This is Jesus Murillo. Okay. I like Murray. And we'd be, I would be remiss. This guy's going to be fun. I'd be remiss if I didn't say this because he likes to point this out. He is the king of the street taqueria, Max Bretos, who says he's been to as many as you can ever think of and probably more in and around the city of Los Angeles would be a great hang at uh, at these because he, that's his jam. He'll call a game and just stop off and be like, ah, I've never been to this place before. I like Bretos as an honorable mention. I love, I love Murray because I, he takes a second to get him out of his shell 
because he, for being such a large man, he's a, he can be very quiet and silent and not like uh-huh. super talkative. But once you get him out of his shell, which I think a uh, taqueria is a great place to do that and hang out, have some um, tacos, maybe some, um, some drinks or uh, maybe just a pina, a nice pineapple uh, drink or something like that. But uh, <laughs> you could maybe put some alcohol with it, but he, I think it'd be a fun time. I love it. All right. This is a, pr- um, this has to be a particular. Okay. K-Town barbecue and karaoke. Yeah. This day, this, yeah, this one is. You gotta have somebody with some energy, tough, and somebody who's they're down because you can't have you can't have a mopey shy uh, person. Okay, uh, is this Denny? Is this where Denny comes out? This really is. Amazing. This is the hardest one. Ah, uh, yeah, and they really need. I, I just I'm trying to think like a big personality, outgoing. I don't. Uh, Aaron Long. I was gonna say actually maybe this isn't Aaron Long because he's like he really is a a personality and, and is like game for anything. I'm just trying to rack my brain or to think, think of somebody that's like always singing. Holly, Holly seems always singing and he's like out in K Town no, or it, karaoke or something like that. You're right. It's Hollingshead. <laughs> it's Ryan Hollingshead. Is it Hollingshead? Yeah. Okay. He would embrace it. You'd have a great time. He'd be the guy that's like, you got to get up there again and do another song. You know, like, I'm just doing one tonight. He's like, no, come on. No one does. Just yeah. One song. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cause he, I, look, it, he's like a good sport too. Like, He's leaned into the mustache thing mm-hmm. when he hasn't had to. Yeah. Like, that's a goal celebration now when it could be like, oh, everyone's like talking about my mustache all right? the time. He's like, it's so just annoying. facial hair. I just, I'm lazy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, all right, this is fun. Stroll in Huntington Gardens. Okay. This is, uh, let's just figure out, let's figure out how this is different from a Laurel Canyon hike, shall right. we? We're talking about botanical gardens here. We're talking about maybe high tea. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, we're talking about upscale museum food court yeah talking about uh maybe a touch of academia if you will sure somebody that really enjoys a variety of plants and agriculture and nature yeah yeah okay Uh, many different cultures okay being represented another tough one for sure i think can we include dolo uh See, but then if you do that, Giorgio's part of the coaching staff. Then we can do <laughs> Giorgio's the answer for this one. <laughs> You're just finding a place to find a back door to Giorgio. I think I, what I want out of this is somebody who, like, you end up in all these different countries, mm-hmm. botanical gardens, and they've got a story because they've for everything because they've been to all of these places. Mm-hmm. Who's the most well-traveled player on the team? Ooh. Who's played for the most teams around the world? You know, not that many. Oddly enough, a lot of guys have played in maybe one or two teams and then are at LAFC, Giorgio included. He played for Juventus for the longest time, obviously played in some, a couple of teams in Italy, but yeah, who's, who's jumped around countries? Not Yeah, but you travel a lot. Like you travel, like if they play for the national team, they've probably traveled a lot. Sure. Yeah. Then in that case, Giorgio would have traveled a ton playing for Italy as much as he did. Uh, Hugo as well. We already used Hugo, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Hugo's out. Hugo's out. Maybe this is a, what about okay maybe there's a better angle on this what about sergi palencia seems like a thoughtful guy okay so he always seems he seems very thoughtful he's very uh mild-mannered uh i do remember when he first came to the team uh he after his first interview he did it in spanish and then said to all of us he'll do the next one in english so he was like very calm he's like and we were like no one you don't look you do whatever you're comfortable with but that's really cool that you want to push yourself um yeah, he just he seems to be accommodating other people, cares about okay. other people. I think we're going to search. Yeah, okay. I mean, this definitely here, Wait, here's here, here's the answers. It's not you're not taking. This is not a Bogush. This is not a Ibiza guy 
you're not taking him. Which I love that that's what we think. We think that he, his entire personality is the team he played for last, but uh, that's what's that's what's going to be. <laughs> yeah, but we I, there's guys who clearly are going to be like maybe they'll like it, but they're like this is a this is who you take to the club. This sure. is not who you take to the gardens. Yeah, Palencia. I think that's good. Who's coming to Disneyland? So my my fun answer for this is Bowanga, just because he wears the type of clothes that you see all, <laughs> all the foreign people that are at Disneyland wearing. <laughs> like you, you just see a guy with, you're walking around Disneyland, you see a guy in uh, jean shorts and a big Balenciaga orange shirt. Could you see Danny <laughs> yeah. wearing that with Air Maxes, with like big Nike white shoes? For sure. Pushing a stroller? Yeah. For sure. That's true. Oh, man. Okay. I think this is a, another two-parter. I think we want somebody who's like fun to go to Disneyland with it's just you you and him that we're talking about two adults having a mm-hmm. great adult time at Disneyland. Okay. That's I think who do you take with your family to Disneyland? Okay. I think we're talking Eddie Segura. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I don't know if he I, I don't know what his family is like. He has he, <laughs> he has, has a son. Family, but he strikes me as like he has the best dad energy on the yeah. team, I think. No, he has a son and his son is he definitely is very family oriented. Uh, you see a lot of pictures of them. He's very involved I, I you know with his son's like soccer teams and stuff like that. So I think uh, I think that's a very good one. If he was still on the team, okay, cool. if he was still on the team, the answer would probably be Chicho Arango. But I think uh, oh, is a good. That's a great call. Yep, Chicho might be a Disney adult. Think, Chicho Arango might be a Disney is. adult. I think he is. Like makes sense. I think he's into enough anime mm-hmm. that it could, he could cross over. <laughs> Also, I'm gonna say it again. Okay, Boanga Segura. Jean shorts on a man. I think we've got good picks here. He loves a good pair of jean shorts. Is there anyone on the team that is a singular enough personality and a strong enough personality that it feels like they should be on this list and we should invent a new hang so mm. that they can be on it? We have so many young guys that we don't know much about, and they seem so quiet when they first come in. So that that makes it tough, right? Like, there's no one. So maybe that's an assignment for us. We need that would be an interesting to, question. As soon as we can, as soon as we can, we need to come up with what is the ideal hang and the ideal player to add to this list with one of the new guys. Right. And well, and to your point, like if you're trying to think about it, there is not one domineering personality on the team. Like sometimes and that's, there's not always that in every team, but I can't think of one guy that like their whole personality is a personality of the team. Yeah. I think that is the nature of the team that uh, seems to have been going really well and seems to be like what makes it whether or not someone meshes with the team. And I really enjoy that. It feels like a team full of people who really enjoy being part of a team, the fabric of a team. Right. As opposed to like, all right, who are the heavy hitters around here? Am I one of them? Okay, let's do our thing. Like, yeah, there's not like a LeBron character know, that like just domi- dominates everything, and then everyone like gets in line. Cool. Okay, so that's an open assignment. I think if you're listening or watching, then add us and let us know what you think. I don't know who if you know any of these new guys well enough to know how they belong on this list, but tell us what you think about this. Tell us if you have different picks, and in the coming. Weeks as we get to know these new guys, that is our assignment. We will figure this out. We will add to this list. And thank you once again to Akai and his dogs for this great question. We have answered it in a segment. When we come back, we're going to make some bets. And we're back. Now it's time for a segment called Bet It and Forget It. Each week, we end the show with a bet for this week's game. We make an outlandish prediction, something that almost definitely will not happen, but could Each week, Travis and I put up $5. If no one hits, the money rolls over to the next week, and eventually, by the time someone's weird prediction comes true, 
they might win a good chunk of change, but not on match day one. You won't win a good chunk of change. You'll win five dollars. <laughs> uh, and Travis are here, so Vince, you will make a bet. Travis will bankroll it, and if you win, you'll split the money. That's what we decided without Travis. Yes, Travis has not decided. He'll find out when he listens to this episode. All right. Do you want to start us off? Do you have a a bet? I do. I, I'm going to channel because I'm betting for myself and Travis, mostly because it's Travis's money. I'm going to channel Travis. I'm although I would say that this is somewhat outlandish. I still think it could happen. The last time LAFC went into a game, a home opener with a lot of turnover, was in 2022. They played the Colorado Rapids, and Carlos Vela scored a hat trick. Now I'm not going to say Carlos Vela is going to score a hat trick because that absolutely cannot happen. What I will say, <laughs> I think Travis will agree with me here, Danny Boanga hat trick. Ooh, hat trick in the home opener. That would be fantastic. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, mine is going to be an assist for Hugo Lloris. Ooh, a goalie assist. Yeah, maybe one have of those made this prediction most. before last season, but... I like it for this one and this guy. That's going to be it. We'll see what happens. Our theme music is done by the insane team of James Valentine, Nate Walcott, and Louis Palmer. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel where all episodes and clips are available in video form as well at youtube.com slash at happyfootsadfoot. You can review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify if you'd like to support the show. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, threads. If you've made it this far in the episode, chances are you're enjoying the show. If that's true and you want to show us even more support, Please consider becoming a friend of the foot for $5 a month at patreon.com slash happyfootsadfoot or pick up some half sadfoot inspired merch by going to happyfootsadfootpod.com. Any support you show us really goes a long way to keeping the show going and keeping the community growing. Thank you so much for everyone who's been supporting us thus far. And we'll see you at BMO, baby. I love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. See you later. Okay. See you Saturday. See you at Beria. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.